Hi everyone, welcome back to the Lucy Power Perspective Show. I'm Lucy Power, Australia's number one fitness model escort, award-winning content creator and porn star. For today's episode, I am going to be responding to a newspaper article that was written in our local paper, but it also made international news and I'll be discussing my feelings about it, how I plan on taking action and how the article relates to moral hypocrisy and the psychology of whistleblowers. So yes, that's right. <laughs> a whistleblower has appeared in my life. I'm not gonna read the whole article to you because I need to protect the identity of um, some people involved. But what happened is that someone contacted our local newspaper to reveal information about my partner and I producing adult content for OnlyFans and other online platforms about a year ago. Some of you may have read the article, so some of you might know the details anyway, um, but I'm not going to provide any extra information here because it's not necessary. The reason this person thought it was worthy of whistleblowing is because my partner works in a conservative industry in his main job. Now, my partner was cleared of any illegal doing and he decided to change his job on his own accord, not because of the outcome of um, the situation and everything was dropped. The investigation was dropped. The whistleblower wasn't happy with the outcome, so they decided to contact my boyfriend's new employer with the old information and also the newspaper, despite the fact that my partner had been cleared on anything. The paper went ahead and decided to print the article with clear photos of both my partner and I and outed my real name and the fact that I have three children. Now, everyone knows that it's no secret that I have kids. I talk about it often and I talk about their feelings about what I do, but I choose not to reveal my real name as one way of protecting their privacy. And now it's out there because the person felt it was necessary to tell the world. So my photo is now out there for my kids' friends to see and the parents of my kids' friends and the school community, which is going to possibly leave them open to bullying or unwanted behaviors or advances. Now, do you think that the whistleblower considered this when they made the report? No. And the reason they didn't is because there are certain characteristics that whistleblowers have, especially ones who blow anonymously. People whistleblow for a number of different reasons, and some of them are to eradicate what they consider to be unethical behavior in the workplace or community, you know, to maintain workplace and social standards for ethics, integrity, honesty, and doing the right thing at all times. But what is unethical in this situation? They believe, and a lot of society believe, that certain types of jobs should be completely void of engaging in anything taboo. Is this a realistic expectation? Is it realistic to expect that of anyone? The problem with society is that we all think we have the right to tell people how to live their lives. Do people in conservative industries not have sex? Do they not have kinky thoughts? And does it make them wrong or immoral if they do? And where's the line of acceptable behavior? And so according to the whistleblower, that line was posting adult content for the public to see, despite the fact that the acts were done legally by consenting adults and marketed to adults. Let's now discuss the psychology of whistleblowers. 
I found a great article online. I've included the link in my description so that you can read it more if you like. That gives you a few key findings about the characteristics of people who snitch. So the first key finding is whistleblowers are more likely to be male, have higher levels of education, higher salaries, and more tenure with their organization. Apparently our blabbermouth was a man. Apparently. Whether this is true or not is another thing. Anyone could have created a backstory to try and take the focus away from them, which is probably what has happened, or hide who they are, which is which wouldn't surprise me because this person is remaining anonymous. So they're clearly embarrassed or ashamed of the fact that they've done this. So our Dobber remains anonymous, which means they feel ashamed of what they've done or they're cowardly. And I seem to think it's more the latter. It definitely has to be someone smart enough to come up with a backstory if that's the case, but clearly dumb enough to uh, underestimate my ability to investigate and research. So although they think they've remained anonymous, I know who they are. So key finding number two, whistleblowers tend to be extroverts. Uh, they score low on the personality dimension of agreeableness, which makes sense because they've just created a huge, tried to create a huge argument. And they're more likely to have a domineering personality, which also makes sense because they think that, uh, you know, their ideals are more important than other people's. Someone who's willing to overtly attempt to ruin the career of someone who is really good at their job just because of some perceived moral injustice and to throw another family under the bus by outing them to the community is clearly not open-minded enough to see all points of view and understand why consenting adults might engage in this sort of behavior in the first place. Yeah, this person is likely to also suffer from a high level of interpersonal conflict, feelings of vindictiveness, neediness, and non-assertiveness. The key finding number four, I skipped number three because that just had to do with um, collectivist and individualistic cultures. So it wasn't really relevant to this um, story. Key finding four, whistleblowers are more likely to call out abrupt unethical behavior rather than unethical behavior that starts in starts small and increases gradually. So even though um, this perceived unethical behavior has sort of started small and gradually built up personally for me over time, um, when this person discovered my uh, discovered this, it would have been very abrupt for them. They they had no idea, so to to them it was like brand new in the face. Let's face it, pornography can be very abrupt and in your face if it's something you particularly don't like as well. So it makes sense. Um, and key finding number five is that whistleblowers represent uh, whistleblowing represents a trade-off between competing values of fairness. And loyalty and whistleblowers usually choose fairness so they feel that it's unfair maybe that um, uh, my partner was able to work with a porn star like me um, and do things that he really loves you know creating content for the world to enjoy um, as well as working in the conservative industry that he did so you know the whistleblower felt like it probably wasn't fair that he couldn't do the same thing if it is a he. So that was just some few points that I found in an article based on research. And I don't think research is so valuable in today's society, but I would like to just give my opinion and um, my view on it based on my experience. And that's one thing that research lacks is really considering the individual situation 
and they know that researchers know that there's a couple of things that i would like to add to that list the main one being cowardice self-entitlement hypocrisy and revenge now i just want to start by saying the whole reason this started this this article is because of the stigma of the sex industry whether you're a sex worker or whether you're a porn star whether you're a cam girl whether you're an online creator of adult content this all comes down to the stigma around it so i've done a few episodes discussing the stigma of sex work if you want to click on the link below um, you can go listen to that i'm very passionate about trying to reduce the stigma of sex work and that's why i guess um, I'm responding to this article. I wasn't sure, like when the article first happened, I really wanted to respond immediately. I was quite angry about it. Well, I was going to post this episode on Monday. I ended up having a busy day Monday and then Tuesday, I just felt tired of it. A lot of this channel lately has been about responding to harassment, abuse, anxiety and concerns with my children and um, dealings with my ex-husband. And I just really want to shift the focus of this channel very soon so i wasn't going to post this response but i've decided i should because i know that there are a lot of people who probably want to know about my feelings about it or whatever um i don't want to make this about you know me whinging and complaining about someone that's why i want to talk about the psychology of whistleblowers so those of you who are actually interested in what's happened um what we've had the sort of response we've had from the community is oh my god i can't believe they would do this and how hypocritical and um shame on them and all this sort of stuff we've had so much support which has been great and i'll talk about that in a second that i i guess i want to help you understand the ones who are supporting us um why someone whistleblows and why i'm not I don't care about them and, and that doesn't affect me. It's the consequences that I'm concerned about, but now you guys can understand a little bit about why whistleblowers do it. So I've given you some you know, key attributes that research has worked out, but then for me, we'll talk about the cowardice and you know, self-entitlement and all that sort of stuff. So we're so fortunate that like 99% of the response of this article has been so positive. It really makes me feel very good because i have been dealing like i said with a lot of stigma over the last few months and i guess because i deal with that on a weekly basis i feel the negative effects of it a lot lately um, so it's really nice to see people within the community and people who are aware of this conservative industry that my boyfriend works within um, being really supportive it's very nice it's a really nice breath of fresh air so here's some um, feedback we received on a Facebook post. A news group posted the article on Facebook and here's some of the responses. Okay, so someone said, what is with people these days? Everyone just needs to stop interfering in other people's lives. Very true. Next one. So the parent went to Sexpo, saw the person he recognized as someone who works in this conservative industry, then reported him Anyone know why the parent was at Sexpo? That's the pot calling the kettle black as far as I'm concerned. It's true. Now in the article it did say, it's really cute, um, apparently this parent was at Sexpo because he was forced to go as a part of a Bucks party. I will talk about that in a second. Um, next comment, I have a child in the special education unit and quite frankly I couldn't give a stuff what the people who work in this industry do in their spare time, just as long as they provide the best opportunities in life. Exactly. Another comment, parent is just jealous. Another comment, this is a disgraceful and arbitrary injustice. 
if he's satisfactorily performing his work duties and not trying to influence his colleagues and people at his work, then it's no one's business what he does after work. For the governing body to make his continued conditional on the removal of material from the internet is a breathtakingly arrogant, high-handed and intrusive decision that must be opposed. I hope he sues. Now the last comment is really interesting and like I I sort of I feel that way as well. I, I do, I do feel that way. Not necessarily for the suing comment. One of the reasons I've stated before that I am able to maintain a positive attitude is because I'm very open-minded and I can see all points of view. So I can still see why he, he was forced to take down the material. I understand it. It's unfortunate and it would be a wonderful world if um, the industry that he worked in changed their mind and said, you know, go for it. Go spread the love. Um, you know, but they haven't. So we, we and he just has to live with that decision for as long as he wants to work in that industry. You know, our content, it's a real shame that we had to take it down because our content was extremely popular because... It was amateur adult content between a couple very much in love. And if anyone has watched amateur adult content, it's so completely different. It's a completely different dynamic between a couple who are very much in love and two performers who've met five minutes before they bang the fuck out of each other. So um, I really loved working with my partner and producing this content because one, we both have a high sex drive, so there was a lot of content. Um, and we both liked being in front of the camera. We thought it was a lot of fun performing for people. We would really revel in the comments and feedback and it would help other couples as well become more open and um, try new things. So, you know, it, it is a real shame that he had to take it down and I really hope that we can maybe work together again in the future, but um, for now, we just can't. There were so many more messages of support. I didn't actually personally see any negative comments. I had a few people read like one or two negative comments out, but um, I just don't even care about them, honestly. Uh, and yeah, it was nice to sort of reassure me of my decision to continue working in this industry. I love working in this industry, not industry. Not that I really needed reassurance because I would do it anyway, but it's still just a nice feeling. So some of the response from this was like publicity for me. Any publicity is good publicity, right? And um, as much as I would love to just be incredibly famous for doing the work that I do and being popular because people really want to see and they decide to look up my work, uh, having some publicity in this way is still fine anyway. I became the top search name on Pornhub for about four days. Um, I had thousands upon thousands of visitors to my website. And I, you know, I, I sold a few extra many vids videos. I got a few extra OnlyFans followers and it's nothing significant, nothing in the way that I would like it to be. But that's probably for the best as well because although it gave me great publicity, the negative effect of that is that I have teenage children so if their friends are looking on Pornhub and they go into the search bar and I'm appearing automatically then there's a higher chance that they're going to see me which could lead to bullying of my kids so you know there's there's good and there's bad and that could potentially be bad and still be an issue because at the moment my kids are on school holidays so they're not interacting with their peers but the negative the real negative effects of this could still happen the final topic I wanted to bring up 
This also appears to be the common consensus from the community, is the hypocrisy demonstrated by the person who made the report. And the hypocrisy makes the whole report preposterous and demonstrates the journalist's lack of integrity. Luckily, the paper was not some highly valued newspaper. The parent explained away their attendance at the sexpo as some forced excursion for a bucks party. Like they couldn't just say no, that they couldn't go because it goes against their moral values. It's very hypocritical. Also a liar because I don't even believe it at all. That's why I think like the fairness and the revenge and the jealousy really comes in because if this person was at Sexpo they would have enjoyed it and they would have seen me as a presenter because at that Sexpo I presented a seminar called How to Date a Porn Star and you can listen to that on my podcast link is below. They would have seen my boyfriend on my arm there supporting me hanging out with a beautiful porn star and like knowing other porn stars and there would have been a little bit of revenge and jealousy there i believe i also believe that the whistleblower would have been experiencing some shame and i guarantee that he if it is a he bats off his stick to some taboo porn like stepdaughter or horse or suggested rape or something like that his arousal would incite yet shame and guilt in the enjoyment of this eye-opening behavior. So instead of owning his excitement and enjoying the ensuing explosion from his nether regions, he projects his shame in a way that could have potentially ruined the career of my partner and still has the potential to create a lot of dramas for my children in the future. I was keeping it under wraps for a reason and the whole community did not need to know what it is that I did. If there's any shame that the whistleblower should be feeling right now, it's in that. The shame of creating potential damage to my family. The self-entitlement of that whistleblower is disgusting. He feels the right to out me who isn't even involved in this investigation because of their own personal moral beliefs. Nothing was illegal, everything was consensual, and none of it related to my boyfriend's job. People have asked me if I'll take further action and the answer is yes, I will. I now need to protect my children from the potential onslaught of bullying. Hopefully it won't happen. But if it means that I need to pay for psychologists, counselors, move house, install security, work less because I've got to be with them more, then it will be at the cost of the newspaper who chose to run the story despite the fact that after asking my boyfriend and his employer and they said no, they still ran it. I didn't even get contacted at all to ask if my name could be revealed. Finally, I want to end with this. I have some advice for the whistleblower who is more than likely watching this episode because the haters like to just sort of watch from the sideline. Um, probably stewing a little bit inside. The heart is racing, you're feeling anxiety. It's either anger or excitement. Maybe I'm turning you on right now. But here's some advice for the whistleblower. You need to own your sexuality because it's an incredible thing. Embrace your feelings of sensuality and arousal and pleasure as you stroke your rod while watching porn because we all know you do. When you use the words, when you use the word disgusted in relation to how you felt when you found out about what it is that my boyfriend did, it is just classic projection. It means you're disgusted in yourself and you're projecting that onto someone else. Don't be disgusted in yourself for your sexual feelings. If you embrace them and own up how turned on you are by pornography or or your own imagination or whatever it is, 
you will end up being happy in life and you won't feel the need to try and ruin someone else's entire family and ruining the lives of perfectly good people like my boyfriend. So there you have it. That is today's episode of the Lucy Power Perspective. I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave all of your comments and suggestions, recommendations, whatever down below like this episode please subscribe as well i talk about so many different things and i'm really open to suggestion too i'm lucy power and i hope you have a fabulous day bye bye